Detroit with their first drive. ¿Qué tal amigos? Estás oyendo Radio KVNT. Y si te gusta la música rock como yo, vas a querer mi grupo favorita, Black Talk. What up, guys? Man, welcome to Table for One, Dumb Boy, episode four. Like I said before, we're putting these out, man, and I'm feeling good, baby. I'm feeling really good. You know why I'm feeling good? Because I just watched a good WWE pay-per-view. Holy shit, did I just say that? Yes, I did, because there was a good Royal Rumble. I just finished watching the Royal Rumble. I had the first women's Royal Rumble, which is really cool, and it was fucking great. It's fantastic. I had a really good time watching that. My nitpick would be, uh, hey, cut Jerry Lawler's mic off. Why the fuck are you guys letting this guy talk on the mic still? There are two open rape allegation cases. One with Vince McMahon, one with uh, Enzo Amore. And you're going to put Jerry Lawler on the fucking mic during the fucking Royal Rumble. Which is a pay-per-view that people that don't even watch wrestling watch. You're crazy. Cut his mic. First of all, Jerry Lawler is notorious for doing commentary during women's matches and talking pretty much about how he wants to fuck them the whole time. There's one problem it, it's a it's like he's a liability and like you are playing with fucking fire with that for sure it's very stupid another thing is i'm tired of his fucking him running his five his top five open mic material now don't get me wrong uh in the 90s during the attitude era lawler was the fucking greatest with uh you know you had him and jim ross on commentary that's classic that's what i grew up on but this dumb out-of-touch fucker does not need to be doing commentary on new WWE stuff. Corey Graves, I'm a big fan of on commentary. Keep him on there. Corey Graves is great. Lawler, why, why, guys? The fucking CEO of the company has a open rape allegation case against him. For fuck's sake. Yeah, guys, classic me. You knew it wasn't going to be just all flowers, did you? I can, I'm going to say something's good and then shit on something. I got to find something wrong with it. That's that's my brand, baby. We all know this. Classic. I will say this, too. Holy shit. Guys, thank you for listening to this shit. I'm very surprised with the how many people are listening to this and... The positive feedback and everything. Holy shit, thank you so much. Fantastic. Very good. I appreciate it. Keep it coming. I, I know I've been harping on this, too, uh, the whole rating and subscribing on iTunes thing, but God, I'm telling you, it really helps me out. Uh, iTunes looks at that, and they see it, and they're like, oh, this guy might be on to something. He's got people that like it. Thank you to everybody that's rated and subscribed so far, but you know, there's never enough of that. For sure. Never enough of that. 
get right into it. Uh, hope you like the bonus episode I put out uh, yesterday. Me and Chris Avi on the road. Recorded that with my Zoom mic, and Audacity is terrible, so couldn't make it a full episode. It had to be put out as a bonus episode. I'm very sorry. I'm going to have Chris back on for sure. That that was... Chris is just easy to talk to. He's guaranteed to be funny, so definitely look out for him in the future. Possibly an episode with me, him, and Rivers Langley, because... Today on Facebook, Rivers said something I, I disagreed with, which is crazy. I, Me and him are in agreement on a lot of stuff, usually, and Rivers came out and just said the unthinkable. He said he thought the master was boring and had a lot to say about it. And That's my second favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie, so I, I just disagree completely. So I'd love to hear in depth, though, why he thinks that. You know, I'm sure he has his reasons. Rivers is not just some guy that says that I'm sure he has something to back it up as his opinion. And I'd be very interested to hear that. So maybe later me, him and Chris, Abby can all have a little civil discourse about it. Cause, uh, like me, Chris is also very fond of the movie. You got our boy P uh, PSH in it, baby. Philip Seymour Hoffman. You cannot beat Philip Seymour Hoffman. One common misconception about the master though, is people think it's a movie about L Ron Hubbard. And uh, it's not a movie about L. Ron Hubbard, but I do understand why people think that because it, it, it seems very, it, it is loosely based on him, I would say. But when Paul Thomas Anderson was promoting this movie, the biggest mistake he made, I think, was not clarifying that that's not what it's about. Like he had, I've seen several interviews with him when he was on doing press for it. Where the person interviewing him would ask, even Charlie Rose asked him this. Uh, what was it like making a movie about L. Ron Hubbard? And this is about L. Ron Hubbard, right? And he didn't say it wasn't. You know, and you gotta clarify that, because it's not about L. Ron Hubbard. But I totally get why people think that. The Master is not about L. Ron Hubbard. It's about Joaquin Phoenix's character, who just got back from World War II, and is totally fucked in the head over the shit he saw there. And he's a huge alcoholic, and he, he he's he is sex drive. He can't keep his sex drive at bay. He doesn't know how to handle it all emotionally, and he gets manipulated by Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, who is has his own kind of religion going on, which is basically a cult that he started, and he ropes him into it. He he ropes a very vulnerable. Uh, God that just got back from seeing a fucking war where he saw a bunch of horrifying shit. That's what the master's about. It's very. I love that movie. I think it's it's my second favorite next, like right behind Boogie Nights. So I don't know. I get really defensive about it. I love Paul Thomas Anderson. I know that's not like a fucking original statement. Uh, that's how I feel though. I like him. There's a reason a lot of straight white guys like him like me I he makes movies that are good so I'm saying this like I'm in front of a fucking jury right now and sorry for just assuming you all had a problem with me liking like one of the greatest filmmakers of our time but yeah I don't know I'm very defensive about stuff and part of my problem I guess I don't know I will say something I am defensive about, and this kind of, this has to stop. 
it's never going to, but if, if there's any way to make it stop, I, I've got to, I got to find a way. And it's people busting my balls in Facebook comments. Like we've been friends forever or something. You know what I mean? I'm sure this is a common thing to happen to people, but with me a lot, I've noticed like there will be somebody I've met once or haven't ever met in my life that I'm friends with on Facebook and I'll post a genuine status. You know, let's say I'm posting a status. Uh, I don't know why this comes to mind, but let's just say I'm looking for a piano or something. Just need help with something. And I put something out there asking if anybody knows anybody that can help me find a piano. It never fails that there will always be some dipshit that thinks they're funny that can come in and just start roasting me like we've been friends since we were 12 years old or something. Just like, what do you need a piano for? You think you're fucking uh, Jeff Lynn or goddamn Elton John up there? You queer? It's like, come on, whoa, hold it. I've never been told that. I to- That was totally me unnecessarily saying that, but it could happen. It could happen, you know, <laughs> but I don't know you. Uh, you can't just do that to people you don't know. I'm not friends with you, so don't, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It's just annoying. You know what I mean? That's, I'm, I'm serious. Like I, my feelings don't get hurt about that. I think it's quite stupid and ballsy to just, you have a lot, you, you have a very fucking, thick spine to do that, you know? Hey, this fucking asshole over here. Yeah, look at you looking like a fucking idiot over here asking for a piano with a Facebook. <laughs> um, who the fuck are you? Have we... Oh, yeah, uh, I saw you do a set once in, uh, in, uh, fucking, uh, Tuscaloosa, and we, uh, we talked for a second. I, basically, what it was is, uh, we talked for a second, but what actually happened is I bummed a cigarette off of you and annoyed you for 30 minutes. That's what actually happened. Hey, yo, shit. Uh, how you been since uh, that one time we met, though? Cut it the fuck out. Like, I don't feel like that's me being a dick. That's not too much to ask. I'm at an age now where, like, I'm just not putting up with that shit anymore. I'm not going to put on a fake fucking you know, smile and be like, hey, yeah, that's cool, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be like, I'm going to tell you to fuck off and I'm going to get defensive and really mad about it. And I say I'm getting at that age. I'm 29 now. I'll be 30 in September. And that's a whole new decade for me. That's a whole new, that's a turning point. That's a big deal. I'm telling you, it's starting now, but when I turn 30, no more bullshit. No more me going and having a smoke, uh, a smoke, <laughs> No more me going to have a Samoa outside, a box of Samoas. No, for real though, when I turn 30, it's it's already starting to set in. I'm starting to, you know, give a little bit back of this, but uh when I as soon as I turn 30, the bullshit's done. I'm not pretending to like you anymore. Uh I don't I, I don't feel like I have to pretend to like people anymore. So when I turn 30 and I'm nice to you, that means I like you a lot, okay? I'm not going outside to smoke after shows or when I'm out in public or anything anymore and having some idiot come up to me, some crazy person, without fail every time it seems like when I go out, just some insane person comes up to me and tells me their life story or some bullshit. Like, I'll have to get a 30-minute story told to me that I don't want to hear. 
And you know, the old me would just sit there and fucking put on a, a fake smile and be like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I totally want to hear this. This is really cool. But not anymore. I'm telling you to fuck off. Like, I don't, I guess I feel like I don't have that much time left in the world and I don't have time to waste it hearing some fucking dipshit that's bumming smokes off me. Talk about how they uh, had their car break down and need to feed their family and all this bull. This bull. It's ha- and I say that like it's a bullshit story because it usually is. It's some crazy person trying to get money out of me that I don't fucking have. If I have cash on me, I can just spend. I will give somebody that genuinely looks like they're in a tough spot a couple of bucks to get something to eat. But I'm not. And it's not homeless people every time, you know. Some of these people aren't asking for money. They're just so lonely, I guess. They just have to... They don't know how to talk to people. And they come up to you with just just awful stories you don't want to fucking hear. I don't need to know your fucking personal life, bro. But yeah. Real odd. Real odd. That people do that. It's about to be like, you know, like Drake said, no new friends. That was him, right? I don't know. I'm trying to be hip. I'm trying to be hip with it. I'm trying to be hip by referencing that song from five years ago. Yeah, I do have some good news, though. 2018's been pretty fun so far. I, I am... I'm very content with where I am right now. Uh, Pretty much in everything. I like my job. I'm comfortable with my job. I have benefits. I work a job that I can go in during the day, get my shit done, listen to some podcast or some music all day, not be bothered, get out, do shows at night, then repeat and record this, you know, record this like a couple of times a week. And I like that routine because it's me getting shit done the way I want to get shit done. I'm getting some writing done, writing some stuff I hopefully will can get shot this year. Um, my stand-up, I'm very confident my stand-up, I, I pretty much quit last year for a year, and I've been going at it non-stop since the beginning of this year, and did a show in Nashville a couple of nights ago, and fucking did really good, and it felt good to finally do, like, not just get by and get a, you know, an okay set, I had a great set, and I'm not the most confident person so when I say myself that I had a great set, like I promise you, like I'm I, I'm very confident in it, and it feels good. It feels really good. Now, being positive feedback on this, uh, my friend Kevin Macias, especially man, he sent me a, a message in my inbox that said he was jealous of me and that he wishes he could be me. And Kevin Kevin Macias, look him up. Uh, uh, th- thank that guy and tell him that he will never be me. And uh, but to keep his head up. I do appreciate you saying you wish you could make a podcast this good, though, Kevin. I really do. Um, so, yeah, just give that guy a pat on the back. He's great. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a good year. Had a lot of fun. Been having a lot of fun. And, I, you know, it's it's only January, so, you know, whatever. You know, let's see how this goes. I know how I know it's a good year, too, because I put the goddamn PS4 controller down for a minute. And uh, hadn't been playing GTA Online as much. But damn it, old habits die hard, and I picked it up today. Same old shit. Same old shit on there as always. Just a bunch of fucking trolls. One of them got the best of me. I won't even go into details. But there there was a new update 
on there called the Doomsday Host, as I mentioned in a previous episode. And don't shut this off. I swear to God, I'm not going to talk about the video game itself other than there. You can listen to this and not play the game or know anything about it. But the people that write for this game, like the comedy stuff, like there's... There's commercials like in between songs on the radio that are supposed to be funny. And I understand it's not supposed to be brilliant. It's a fucking video game. But it's like these old like hack jokes that aren't funny. Like there's a beer commercial for this beer called Pisswasser. And yeah, haha, funny name, blah, blah, blah. And like, of course, you could probably get it. it they had to make a fake beer commercial and get some comedy writers in there to write it, I guess. And of course, what do you think a beer commercial trying to be funny on a fucking game that trolls play all day would be like. Of course, it's always that it's that fucking straight go-to making fun of Toby Keith thing that Bob Odenkirk and David Cross did on Mr. Show brilliantly 20 years ago that people, I guess, pass off as their own brand of comedy now and stuff like this where it's like, I like American beer and tits and that's still funny to me. And it's like, man, that's that's a old. It's like that joke's been made. Has that not been done to death already? The I love America. Like the whole on July Fourth thing. You see these people you went to high school with that have never said a funny thing in their fucking life, being like, "It's America, man. I'm wearing a shirt with an eagle on it, and I'm drinking Coors Light." It's like, yeah, that's who you are, though. It's not funny when you're actually a heinous person with shitty opinions on everything. Yeah, America, but at the end of the day, you still go in the woods and shoot TVs with shotguns and 12 gauges, you know, which a 12 gauge is a shotgun. I, I know. And actually, I've done that exact thing before, so I'm a hypocrite. In fact, I used to own a 12 gauge. Got stolen from me by a crackhead. I could go into that story, but it's boring. What happened is I knew this crackhead, and my car was parked outside of his house. And I, I kept the 12-gauge in my trunk because I had went and shot it that day. This was like almost a decade ago. Don't fucking judge me. I bought a shotgun with my tax return when I was younger, which goes to show you that definitely there needs to be, like... Something done, but that I could go in and just go get that. Because I'm surprised I haven't killed myself with it, honestly. Not on purpose, but on accident. Maybe a little bit of on purpose, too. Who knows? But yeah, either way, the whole fucking America, let's drink beer and suck some titties. That shit ain't funny anymore, guys. And if it is to people, it's, it's funny to idiots, I guess. The rest of the world that watched Mr. Show 20 years ago doesn't think it's so funny anymore. And, yeah, it's still funny when you watch the Mr. Show episode because they, when they did it, they did it smarter and they kind of almost innovated that, that, that whole thing to me. Like, I think that they're maybe the first people I saw that did it and it was, like, super funny. So, but that's 20 years ago and it's not funny anymore. Stop when it's July 4th being like, America, I love America. You voted for fucking Donald Trump. Shut up. It's not ironic when that's who you are. And when it's not who you are and you're being ironic with it, it's not funny either. There's nothing funny about it. Stop fucking doing it. That's all I say. That's all I... I don't feel like I'm being a dick. 
I don't feel like I'm being a snob or a dick. I just think it's like, Jesus, how long are we going to do this same joke? You're going to love the July 4th episode of this. <laughs> Doing this July 4th fucking material, basically. That's not even funny in January. I don't know, though. What else has been annoying the shit out of me? There's no guest today. This is just another me rambling episode. Oh, here's something. Uh, this happens a lot with a coworker I work with. You know when you're... Uh, someone's talking to you about their awful opinion on something like... For example, at work, this guy I work with was pretty much just being like... Yeah, women that fuck a lot are disgusting whores. And th- women shouldn't fuck as much because it's nasty. And if I get me a woman, she better not be some nasty whore. She better clean her pussy out. And it's like, dude, when you're talking about that to me and it's within earshot of coworkers, I'm going to be like, hey, could you either stop talking about this to me or whisper it to me or something? Because first of all, I'd prefer you not to talk to me about it because it's stupid. Um, you should be begging women, women that fuck a lot to fuck you. You should be thankful that they do that. I see nothing wrong with it. That I think that's nice of them to do. I'm sure somebody that like, I'm sure you've been pity fucked before if you talk like that. It's probably the only way you've ever had sex. So like, you should be thankful. You should be on your hands and knees and kissing these women's feet for doing that for you. And second of all, I just let's just say I don't want you. I want you to keep going. My usual go to is like being like, "Hey, cut it out, man." And here's where it never fails. What they always say, it never fails. They respond with me saying that to them with, "Oh, I don't give a fuck, bro. Fuck them. I don't care." Um, that's not the fucking point. I'm asking you to stop so I don't have to be embarrassed with these people hearing you spout this dumb shit off, and I'm guilty by association now. Now everybody I work with thinks I hate women and go around calling them sluts and stuff if they have sex regularly. Which, that's the whole reason we're even here. Fucking and just enjoy life. I, I fucking... If you get to have sex... If you have sex with a different person every day, good for you. Good. That's not what I do, personally, but like... Fuck, good for you. Fucking is awesome. Who doesn't like doing that? Well, I guess asexual people, but still. I don't know. I'm not speaking for asexual people. I'm, that's not who I am. I like having sex, and that's the end of that, because, I mean, who the fuck wants to hear me talking about that? Disgusting, right? Sorry. My apologies. That bothers me, though. I don't want to be guilty by association. You're like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck if they hear me. Yeah, but I'm standing here with you, and I look like a dick now. So fuck yourself. I don't care if you care, you selfish prick. It's really annoying because a couple people I work with have some very fucking... uh, Let's just say I don't agree with their views on race so much. So a lot of that happens. I'm like, hey, man, just can't... can't, I don't agree or want to hear about this. At all. Like, stop. And don't say I don't care, because when I say that, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. I'm telling you nicely, pretty much, to shut the fuck up, honestly. That is a nice way of me telling you to shut the fuck up. So yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that. 
this is a really angry negative episode. I don't want it to you guys to think that's all this is gonna be. Um, but just keep it's hard for me to kind of like keep it going and like a lot of things make me angry. Uh I don't want you to think I go around being angry all the time. I just use this as an outlet to I don't know, help me out and deal with it. I think this is a healthy way to deal with it. Letting you guys hear some horrific thoughts that I have about stuff, you know. The stuff that annoys me. We all have stuff that annoys us. Ho hopefully this is relatable. I don't know. I said in the beginning, you know, you're either going to like this or not. And if you do, you do. And if you don't, you don't. I love you if you do. And if you don't, I don't necessarily not like you. But I just don't. I honestly don't think I can take your opinion right now. I emotionally can't handle any negative, negative opinion about this. Just straight up telling you I can't. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take a break for a second, and I'll be right back uh, to spew some more bullshit for you. Be right back, guys. fucking song if I were ever a fucking wrestler that's my goddamn. that's my entrance theme right there baby stud Cole is the name of that guy burn baby burn is the name of the song I love that shit dude burn baby burn boom down fucking gnarly dude cool was that yeah I guess getting back into it, though. Had a comment on a Facebook status I made recently about... I saw Errol Morris, who's one of my favorite documentarians, put a new movie out on Netflix. Or I, I think it's like a mini-series. It's called Wormwood, which I still haven't checked out yet. I'm very excited about seeing it, but it's on the long list of shit that I'll hopefully get to. I would like to get around to that one. But I noticed that since they put a new Errol Morris documentary on Netflix, that they added a few of his other ones, which are worth checking out. They put The Thin Blue Line, which may be one of my favorite documentaries ever. If you have never seen it, check it out. It's very, very good. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. And there was one that's one of my favorite like, little short documentaries called Vernon, Florida, about these weird people that live in this city called Vernon, Florida. So I made a Facebook status about it, and I said, hey, uh, if you've never seen Errol Morris's Vernon, Florida, it's on Netflix. It's about, a, you know, it's like barely an hour long, if, if it even is an hour. It's a quick watch, worth checking out if you're into, you know, goofy, weird shit. And, um, so, just putting it out there. This guy, completely harmless dude, I'm not going to name names, and there's nothing wrong, really, with this comment. It's just, I did want to address something that it made me think of that kind of annoys me 
But this is a very nice guy that left that I went to high school with, and I, I don't want him to think I'm shitting on him if he hears this, but I gotta be honest with you. Here's what the comment said. He was like, fun story. I live very near Vernon, Florida. End of comment. Now, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that comment at all. Uh, it's, But, I mean, let's be honest, that's not a very interesting story to me. Vernon, Florida is only interesting because of that movie. I would never go there. I have no... Definitely wouldn't live near it. What, what, whatever reason you have living near it, that's your business. Uh, and, like I said, you're a nice guy. I have enjoyed the times I've talked to you and stuff, you know, you, you, especially compared to the other assholes I went to high school with. What this reminds me of is something that a lot of people do that I have been guilty of myself, uh, but it's got to stop, which is when people move away from where they're from, it could be literally anywhere, as pointed out in this comment. But they just can't shut the fuck up about it, it doesn't seem like. It's like you're trying to prove to everybody back home that you... I don't know, I guess are financially stable or better than them in some way. Like, I've seen people move to, you know, some shithole in Iowa nobody's ever heard of. And, like, in a braggy way, like, just find a way to casually bring it up in a conversation. Like, ooh, 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 this is my, this is my in. I can, uh, I can bring up that I live in fucking Des Moines, Iowa now. Like, who gives a fuck? The only thing that, the coolest thing that has come out of Des Moines, Iowa is the band Slipknot. I actually, I, you know, that if, I'll say this actually, too. That's not true. Uh, my friend and very funny comic Andy Sell, I think, is from Des Moines. If he's not from Des Moines, the coolest thing that came out of there is Slipknot. If he is, bar none, Andy Sell's the coolest thing that came out of Des Moines, Iowa. Not the point, though. Look at, they replaced Des Moines with somewhere else in Iowa. And people just love to fucking bring up that they no longer live where they are from anymore. Every chance they get. And when I lived in L.A., I mean, granted, I'm sure I did it, and it's, but it's annoying, and I'll admit that it, when I did it, I'm sure it was more annoying than when anybody did it, because I'm an asshole and a piece of shit, and I suck. So, I mean, that's that. We gotta cut it out. It happens a lot with people that move to Denver. I have a lot of friends in Denver. Uh, Kelly, I'm not talking about you either, if you're listening to this. Um... She might be. But she knows. She sees people do it. She fucking lives there. But a lot of people try to bring up that they moved to Denver a lot in casual conversation. I know about three of them. And it's like, we get it. Denver's great, okay? We we get it. If I could afford it, I would live there. I love everybody I know that's moved there and is guilty of this. I would love to see those people. But I don't need it shoved in my face all the time. I just realized I started talking about GTA Online and didn't get to the thing that I was wanting to bring up about it, too. There's a new downloadable thing that they just put out called the Doomsday Heist, which I mentioned in older episodes. Then I trailed... I don't even know what I trailed off on. Jesus, I am losing my mind. But with the new Doomsday Heist patch... Excuse me. Oh, I know what I trailed off on. It was about the comedy writing in it. 
I just forgot to mention something else that goes with it. With the Doomsday Heist patch, they added a Frank Ocean radio station. This isn't worth mentioning, but I have to now. I have to fucking do it. They added a Frank Ocean station, though, and just the DJs on it are awful. First of all, it's mostly Frank Ocean, and that's fun. I mean, not something I listen to a lot, to be honest. I mean, I have liked the Odd Future guys. I kind of got tired of it pretty quick, honestly, though. I think Tyler, the creator, is a very talented musician. I can't stand the thought of having to hang out with him. Now, if I were given the opportunity to, I totally would. He's probably a fun guy, but he seems like he'd get annoying kind of quick. And all those Odd Future guys, they seem like they've grown out of it. Not the point. Anyway, the DJs on there are like, in between songs about, do you have a walk into us? Yeah, it's a awful British accent, but this guy, it's a British DJ that's not funny, and he's like, yeah, but just walk into a Starbucks and get you a Frappuccino, and you just want to bust the cap in the old barista. Got to get your daily popping a cap in a barista. It's like, are there... Is this, like, Reddit the person? Or, like, what is this? I don't understand, like, who they... Who is this person? He's not funny. He he makes a lot of jokes about, like, murdering people. Like, but there's no punchline. He's just like... He, he has some, like, guest call in, like, fake guest. And he's like, yeah, I hate it when, a uh, when I'm on my way to work and I try to jack some ride from some old lady and I punch the shit out of her and she won't give me her purse. And then the DJ's like, yeah, I hate it when the old bitch won't give me the puss. It's like, this isn't funny. You're just talking about beating up an old lady and stealing her purse. There's no joke to it. I'm not saying it offends me. I'm just saying it's not funny. Like, it's just dumb. It's so, like, just nothing. It takes nothing to say that and this guy's on a game where he's probably made a ton of fucking money off of saying that and they were like oh this will be funny and I guarantee you the stupid fucking irony boys and probably just mostly irony boys like I mentioned in another episode where they replace a personality with being ironic to the point where it's like hey actually uh, limp, you like this limp biscuit shirt I have on that I bought on Etsy uh <laughs> oh what what's that yeah it's a limp biscuit shirt um yeah yeah it has gotten to the point where it's like i actually don't know if i really like them or not but it's funny still somehow oh that's funny that you ask if uh if, uh, if it's true if i really do like them i don't know who am i who am i anymore you're not a real person anymore that's what cut the irony out like it's funny to a point but jesus when that's all you are it's a little bit much, you know? One, one, two. 
I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes, then you'll see the size of the flames. Dwelling on my past, it's burning on my brain. Everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. Hey, I'm thinking of the day. My girlie ran away with my pay when fellas came to play. Now she's stuck with my homies that she fucked, and I'm just a sucker with a lump in my throat. Hey, like a chump. Like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Like a chump. Should I be feeling bad? Should I be feeling good? I think it's kind of sad that I'm the laughing stock of the neighborhood. Now you think I'd be moving on, but I'm a sucker, like I said. Fucked up in the head. Not. And maybe she just made a mistake and I should give her a break. My heart will ache either way. I mean, hell, what the fuck do you want me to say? I will not lie that I cannot deny that I did it all for the nookie. The nookie. So you can take that fucking cookie and stick it up your fucking ass, okay? Stick it up your yeah, actually. I think you should stick it up your yeah, you stupid idiot. Yeah, I said stick it up your yeah. 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 Stick it, stick it up your yeah. Why did it take so long? Why did I wait so long to figure it out? And I forgot the rest of the words, for fuck's sake. I'm a stupid, ironic idiot, and I think I might like this song. Yeah, check out that beat. You got Wes Borland about to kick in on that guitar, too. Listen to that. Anyway, enough of that shit. <laughs> Let me know what that was. That, that was the actual song. Well, we sure did cover a lot, huh? Hope you liked it. I think all I did was bitch the whole time and probably lose a lot of friends if I had to guess. I think I'm just irritated because I started playing the GTA 5 again and it's turning me into these fucking trolls. I don't know though, man. Rockstar Games is a racket, straight up. They're a racket. Like, do I even want to go into this? Do I? I don't think I do. How do I need to, how do I even end this episode? This is probably the worst one I've done yet, huh? I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. And, you know, I, I've been doing stand-up again. And everywhere I've done it, I've loved it. Haven't done one comedy club, though. Um, and I don't want to shit on comedy clubs. But in my personal opinion, I don't think performing at a comedy club is the light at the end of the tunnel for me. Like, I don't see that as a reward. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion. So don't. I would totally work at one if uh, I got the chance, but I don't know. I like doing shows at uh, music venues for the most part. Here's why I don't think com working at a, for me, working at a comedy club is the light at the end of the tunnel for me. It's like, and this isn't all comedy club owners, but a lot of them, I don't know, they, they're out of touch, a lot of them. And they're running a business instead of a comedy club. You know, they're trying to make money. And they're out of touch because of that. They don't know what they're booking. They don't even know what or who they're booking. They're like, hey, if you work really hard, you can perform your jokes to dumb people that are here to see Steve-O for their birthday. You can open up for Steve-O. And that's the big payoff for you. If you work really hard and go to open mics three times a night for five years, 
I might give you a shot at opening for Steve-O. Oh, you don't want to open for the dude that's closer is squeezing lemons in his eyes? <laughs> You're lost, buddy. You're fucking lost. Okay. Fuck out of here. I gotta clear this room out for Polly Shore later so he can come on the couch and make a big fuss about not cleaning it up. Which, Google that, that's a true fucking story about Polly Shore. Star of Jury Duty and Son-in-Law. Both movies I actually like a whole bunch. Anyway, I think I've burned enough bridges this episode. Don't take what I say too seriously. I feel like I'm just doing this to be honest. I feel like we all had these thoughts. And if we all had a podcast where we aired out how we really feel, we'd lose a lot of friends. I think the important thing is like, let's all be more honest with each other and not take it as us hating each other and just take it as harsh criticism to make ourselves better or to not make ourselves better. I'm not saying what I'm saying is how it should be. It's just my opinion. I'm probably beating myself up more than I should be. I hope you like this episode, though. Had a lot of fun doing it. And I am I'm not a negative person. I i had a lot of fun tonight. I watched the Royal Rumble with my, my best friends. and Yeah, just had a real good time. But I think I'm going to wrap it up, actually. It's time to do it. We're going to cut it short tonight, I think. This will be a short episode. But yeah, we covered a lot. I feel good about it. I think that you should definitely rate and subscribe. Rate it, review it, write a review about it, write how you feel about it. I want to know how you feel. I'd like to really hear how you feel about this. It makes me feel good. You know, it may it makes me want to do better too. You know what I mean? I like putting quality content out. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel kind of proud of this a little bit, and that's a good feeling to feel proud of something. So yeah, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on SoundCloud. And I'm going to put this up on, uh, what's that other thing? Stitcher, I guess. I'm going to put it everywhere, baby. But yeah, I'm going to play us out. You know, I'm going to have a song by a very good buddy of mine, Walker Scott's band. I'm sorry to all the other band members. You're all very, very talented. I enjoy your music. Uh, I only The only one of you I know is Walker, though. So friend Walker Scott's band, formerly of the Burning Peppermints, who I also love. He was one of the original members of the Burning Peppermints. He has his own band now called Sun Eyes that you should definitely check out. They have a band camp. Just search Sun Eyes. Or actually, just go to sunize.bandcamp.com, and that's S-U-N-I-S. I or E Y E S dot bandcamp dot com. And this is a song by them. They're from here in Birmingham. I like them a lot. I really like this song. Uh, this song is called Cry Hello. It's off their demos 2016 uh, album. So, yeah, I hope you like it and I hope you listen. Uh, keep listening to Table for One Dumb Boy. This has been it for me. And yeah, let's all have fun and be more honest with each other. That's what it's all about, baby. This is Cry Hello by Sun Oz.
Let me get them digits. I might be a little small, huh? 